found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Final hour of the program here. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you on your radio or favorite listening device. Of course, podcasts are up after the show as well. If you missed a segment uh, and you want to uh, go back and listen to um, whatever, we appreciate you doing that. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? We've got Nick Athen on the Chiefs. We've got Dave Sinekin on the Packers. We're going to head to Vegas, get Jason Symbol inside the numbers from CG Technology. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, will be here at one thirty-five. And then our picks, a busy final hour of the week. Nick Athen kicks it off. Hello, Nick, Trent, and Ken. How are you? Trent, Ken, good guys. How about yourself? Doing fine. Uh, Nick, what do you want to see from an encore from, from Alex Smith? A remarkable week number one. Uh, just, um, just terrific. He really and truly was almost flawless. I think if you uh, get right down to it, what do you want to see in week number two? Can he do it against the Eagles? What he was able to do against the Patriots? Well, they've got some injuries in their secondary, so yeah, he could certainly he could certainly put up similar numbers. Though I think the pass rush is going to be better than the uh, than the uh, New England Patriots were, and I guarantee you they're not going to rush three guys and drop drop eight coverage. They're going to. They're going to be more aggressive in attacking Al Smith. And if anybody knows Al Smith, especially its deficiencies, it's, uh, it's his former offensive coordinator right. and, uh, and quarterback's coach, Doug Peterson. So, listen, I, I, think, I think he did a remarkable job, you know, as he stated afterwards. And I think he's a, he, he certainly uh, has the ability to continue to play like this. I think this is going to be an extremely difficult game for Al Smith because, one, the expectation level is now, okay, he can run the Patrick Mahomes offense. And number two is he said what he said about probably not being in Kansas City next year, which is probably not something public I would have stated at least at this stage of an interview process. But nonetheless, I think there's a lot of pressure on Alex Smith. So I think he's going to need to have a similar type of game, I think, to keep the momentum going for for him personally uh, in Kansas City. Because I, I, I did not agree with him speaking to the, to the press like that and being that candid. I just think this was the time for it. Nick, what did that win against New England do for you? Uh, a lot of us said playoff team, but you're not beating New England with the victory now in hand, and maybe that gap tightening. Does it change your expectation level for the 2017 Chiefs? Yeah, it does change because you know it changes for a couple of reasons. One, they played their toughest game of the season uh, in Week One on the road against the toughest opponent they're going to face this year, more than likely. And they beat them. And then the next toughest opponent is probably the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they have them at home. And I don't think Kansas City is going to lose that football game. I think that the stench of the playoff loss is going to be something that highly motivates them. If that happens and they can go and beat Houston uh, down in Houston in a couple of weeks, they'll probably have the tiebreaker over um, all three of the other contending teams. And that means home field advantage. So, yeah, it, it definitely changes things. If it puts the Chiefs in a relatively, you know, solid driver's seat for them to, to, to be a playoff team and to get home field advantage. And maybe, God forbid, it actually ever happens in my lifetime, a number one seed. <laughs> um, you know, that, that changes that dynamic, but at least they're in play for that right now. And, and that's why, you know, the next three games are really critical. I mean, these are, these are three games they should win. You know, then they get the Steelers, and then they got that tough stretch where they got the Raiders, 
They got the, the Cowboys and the Giants, and, and the if they go one and two in those games, and the Broncos, and if they can go two and two in that stretch, and they can run the table until then, um, yeah, I, I think that puts them in a solid position to still be a contender for the number one spot in the AFC. Yeah, I'm with you, Nick, and I'm totally on board with that uh, slate of games, uh, uh, the season-defining uh, slate of games in the middle of that schedule. Couldn't agree with you more. Now let's uh, let's go to Eric Berry and what uh, his absence from this defense and from this football team means going forward to him, uh, not only on the field, but as you well know, a great locker room guy as well, one of the leaders on this team. How do they overcome his loss? Well, I think they can overcome his loss on the field itself in regards to his play. Um, you know, I, I'm a big Eric Murray fan. I think he's, he's obviously the next guy up. I like Daniel Sorensen. Um, I like the fact they've got a veteran back there in Ron Parker. Um, so I, I think they can survive that. Now, they're going to have to change some of the coverage packages. Um, their, their linebackers are going to have to be a lot more athletic. They're going to have to drop back and pass coverage a little bit more. But, I think they can overcome all that. What they can't overcome is his leadership and what he means to this football team whenever he steps out of that tunnel, on the sidelines, in the locker room. Um, and, and this tells me one thing. I mean, you know, when he's able to come back, you know, and be in that locker room, uh, going through his rehab, he'll be back. But right now, Justin Houston has to become the leader of this football team, especially on defense. He, he, he's kind of he's the heir apparent to Barry. Those are the two guys that generally lead. You know, now that Tom Bahali is kind of back in the sidelines and probably won't play for another six to seven weeks. So mm-hmm. uh, if, if Justin Houston steps up and becomes that leader, when I thought he did a really good job in the last, the last quarter of this last game doing just that, um, then, then I think they're going to be okay. They can survive this. Nick, great stuff. We will uh, catch up with you next week. Thank you, Nick Athen. Appreciate it. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Good to talk to you. And, of course, uh, Kansas City Chiefs football plays here, home and away, all season long on 1700 KBGG. When the Packers are in a national game, as they are on Sunday night, they will play here. Westwood One's got the Sunday night football. Westwood One, home right here on 1700. And he's the headcheese.com. He was at Lambeau Field last week. Uh, Dave, let's go back to that game uh, before we move on. Uh, to me, one of the one of the better games of the week. It really was. Maybe uh, Seahawks fans not real pleased. Maybe some of the calls, but, but as you pointed out, the fail Mary. Uh, what goes around comes around. It has a tendency to even things out. Uh, your thoughts on the Week One matchup between two of the the heavy heads in the NFC, the Seahawks and the Packers? Yeah, I mean, for my perch in the South End Zone, I don't have the benefit of replay, so my Twitter feed's blowing up at these calls, and I, you know, I just frankly didn't see them, so. It was hard for me to uh, talk about some of the calls that didn't go uh, the pack against uh, the Packers that maybe should have. I get it; it happens to both sides. Sure. Big picture is Green Bay was the better team last Sunday, and you know, really started with their defense. You know, we will take it with a slight grain of salt. No Thomas Rawls; uh, the offensive line is going to be an issue. But but this is still a Super Bowl contender in most people's eyes, and for the Packers, much maligned defense to hold them out of the end zone, it's one. Pretty nice step, I think, on the first week. And that, that's what I took away from the game was outside of a, you know, that last uh, possession of the first half where McCarthy gave the Seahawks a possession to put some points on the board and Wilson scrambled and did some things. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, Green Bay's defense was, was so up to the challenge from getting pressure up front to getting pressure on the edges to making good tackles and just keeping everybody in front of them. I was really pleased with what I saw defensively. And on, 
On the other side, you know, week one, I think we've seen across the league, a lot of offenses have started slowly. I thought Rodgers was sharp, but uh, needed that seasoning. I think we'll see a much much better offensive uh, production this Sunday night. You know, that running game, too, with Ty Montgomery, we've talked about him a lot, Dave, throughout the, the off season. Looks a little bit different out there. Not a ton of running room against Seattle. You'd expect that. Any concerns along the offensive line, or was it more, hey, you're playing Seattle, not going to be a whole lot Belong of ground. is out and back the air is banged yeah. up. Yeah, I think it's probably some of that, that you know he doesn't have a ton of seasoning and didn't get a lot of reps in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And you put a, a right tackle in there making his first start, and that changes the game plan, I, I think, a little bit, too. Um, you know, We'll talk about this matchup. This is a game where Ty Montgomery needs to shine. He needs to get, in my mind, at least 25 touches in this game. You know, We saw what Atlanta did last week. They made a name out of something called Tariq Cohen. <laughs> um, they were the worst team in the league last year as far as running backs out of the backfield catching passes. We saw what James White did in the Super Bowl. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Green Bay, uh, I think, to move on Atlanta with Ty Montgomery. And if you've got a couple of banged-up tackles and you can run the ball, that's going to go a long way. And if Montgomery can bail Rodgers out of that pressure is getting to him with the tackles, maybe not 100%. I just think Montgomery needs to be the focal point on this night. And if he is up to the challenge and the Packers can block, uh, things could go our way. Uh, you know, you mentioned the offensive line, Dave, and Belag is It sounds as though he's going to be out yet again, and Bakhtiari is banged up, and what's his status? I mean, if they're without their two bookend tackles, yikes. Yeah, that's the worst-case scenario because Jason Spriggs, last year's second-round pick, is out indefinitely with a hamstring injury. So they had to activate Adam Pankey up the practice squad and give him a, a crash course. I don't know if you guys saw the play where Bakhtiari did the splits against the Seahawks. That mm. was the, the play that... Uh, tweak that hamstring. I, I think he'll go Sunday. And again, we haven't seen the injury reports too early in the day today. Uh, but because he didn't miss practice this week, he was just limited. Uh, my guess is he'll start. We all hope he'll finish. Um, that's the most important uh, guy outside of Aaron Rodgers on this roster is David Bakhtiari, for my money. Uh, Bulaga, I thought there was some guarded optimism today that they're not going to rule him out just yet. He was back. Uh, from the flu problems back with the team today, uh, we'll get a clear idea in a few hours of Bulaga's presence. I'm guessing he misses this one. Murphy actually stood up and played pretty well in his first start. But, yeah, there are some issues up front on the offensive line. I think every team is dealing with something already in week two. You mentioned Bulaga, another former Hawkeye, yesterday on the practice report uh, with Mike Daniels dealing with the hip injury. Quick hit on Daniels, but uh, most importantly, my last thing for you, Dave, Going into the new stadium in Atlanta after what happened last year, how big of a measuring stick game is this in your mind for the Packers? Well, I think it's huge. I mean, I think Green Bay's an underdog, and rightfully so. Uh, opening up a new stadium is always a big deal, and you're playing against a, a team that was lethargic last week and really looking to show something. But we, we saw what happened in the title game, and you know, oddly enough, you know, Ladarius Gunter was the guy that had to guard Julio Jones in that game, and Julio went for nine for a buck eighty mm. and two touchdowns. And and Gunter was cut this week when the Packers had to make some moves. So that means they feel they have six cornerbacks on their roster that are better options. Gunter just didn't have the foot speed to stay with uh, top number one receivers. We'll see if Devon House uh, can master it. He did get beat a couple times by Tyler Lockett, although they didn't go for completions. He he could have gotten beat if Wilson would have had time to find Lockett. So I think we'll we'll know much more about this defense. You know I. I Open my eyes last week. This one will get me excited. If they can contain that two-headed running attack, uh, the Falcons did not run the ball when, uh, well last week against Chicago, and they're, 
they're dealing with a new offensive coordinator That's in Steve point. Sarkeesian. And, yep. and so that, I had a feeling this offense might be slow to go. I think that gives Green Bay a little hope, but they have to stop the run up front. It all starts with your guy, Mike Daniels. He was fantastic mm. last week. I think he's fine. It sounds like he's fine. He leads that uh, that work up front. And if they can contain that running game and force Ryan into passing situations, get him a little uncomfortable with the pass rush, uh, we'll, we'll see if this defense is ready to show that uh, they're the real thing this season. And, and Dave, you kind of touched on it a little bit where I was going to go with the final question for you. Kyle Shanahan's the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. He's a brilliant offensive mind. Chip off the old block. His, his old man wasn't bad either. Mm-hmm. Now, game management he leaves you to scratch your head as we think back right. to last year's Super Bowl. But it's only been one game. Steve Sarkeesian, another bright guy offensively. But I, I mean, I have to think that the offense has got to take a tiny step back from the Shanahan offense to a Sarkeesian offense one weekend. Did you notice anything? Well, and I think that's why you know, they're not, the Falcons are not favored to get to the Super Bowl as highly as maybe Green Bay and Seattle are. I think a lot of people feel like, yeah, I mean, there, there is always that Super Bowl hangover, but when you factor in two different coordinators for Atlanta this year, uh, albeit Marquand Manuel was on the staff you know, the last couple of years, yeah, I think the offense is poised to take a step back this season, and I uh, I think it is because Sarkeesian was game planning for LSU and Auburn a year yeah. ago, you know, and, and not for the NFL. So I, um, Matt Ryan's terrific, and if he's got time, he's going to dice up the pack. He averages 350 passing a game against Green Bay the last three. Uh, so uh, we need to see the Packers' defense take a step against an offense that maybe hasn't found its groove just yet. Watch him try to force the ball to Julio early. He only had five targets against the Bears, and that's been a big talker in Atlanta this week. So... Do the Packers put Clinton Dix over there to give the house some help? Can they afford to do that? It's going to be an interesting chess game. But I think it's a really close game. I give Atlanta the slight edge. But I think people are going to be talking about Green Bay's defense after this one. TheHeadCheese.com is where you can read Dave Senekin. We will talk to you next week prior to the Bengals game as the Packers head back to Lambeau Field. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend, guys. You do the same. Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com. Click on it, read it. If you're a Packer fan, you're probably aware of it. If you're a football fan, good stuff at theheadcheese.com. Paul Allen, still to come, 135. We are 20 minutes away from PA, the voice of the Vikings, brought to you by our friends at Mr. Executive. We will hear from PA. Uh, Mr. Executive, don't wait any longer. Learn more about hair replacement and what options you have by... Giving Mr. Executive a call at 274-4049. When we come back from the break, off we go to the desert, to Las Vegas. Jason Symbol, CG Technologies, Inside the Numbers, coming up next. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. We all know someone who has been impacted by this terrible disease. You can make a difference in the lives of these women. Join Susan G. Komen, Greater Iowa, on Saturday, October 28th in downtown Des Moines at the State Capitol Grounds for the 26th Annual Race for the Cure. Register online now at ComanGreaterIowa.org backslash DSM race. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I do. 
called New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358. 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. The prices at some Halloween attractions are scarier than the events themselves. That's why we're bringing you Half Off Haunts. Starting Thursday the 21st at 9 a.m., you'll save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Like Howell's Pumpkin Patch. Howell's Pumpkin Patch is loaded with pumpkins and farm fun, including a corn maze, giant bull slide, great pumpkin jumping pad, new this year, eight-person international harvester pedal tractor and push pull tractors and more another half off haunt is scream acres at bloomsbury farm and atkins scream acres features four different attractions cell block z the carnival chaos the slaughterhouse and haunted cornfield the final half off haunt is the pumpkin ranch in winterset home of iowa's mega corn maze jump pillows zip lines giant tube slide a toddler town and pumpkins Learn more about these half-off haunts now with the sweet deals at 1700kbgg.com. Then get ready to grab your half-off haunts Thursday morning at 9. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 
Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself uh, talking local sports with you noon to two, Monday through Friday, right here on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, still to come. PA's about 15 minutes away. Let's head west to the desert we go. He's Jason Symbol, CG Technology, as we go inside the numbers. Jason, Trent, and Ken, how's things in Vegas? Things are cooling down finally in Vegas, so nice. not bad. Hey, do you, is there a big fight out there this weekend? Is Canelo this weekend? That is this Saturday, absolutely. Um, compare what we saw at the end of August with with the uh, with the Mayweather uh, McGregor deal. Is I mean, is there will there be close to the buzz? Will the city be packed because of this fight? Give us an idea. It'll be busy, but it will pale in comparison to that. I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime fight. That even outdid Mayweather-Pacquiao. This fight will be busy. Um, you know, Canelo is very, very famous, especially in the Mexican community. It's Mexican Independence Day this weekend, mm. so we do expect some pretty good business. Um, you know, Triple G is an undefeated fighter. It, it'll be busy, but it will not be anywhere to the level of what we experienced a few weeks ago. So where is it right now? I believe I saw, what, uh, minus 150 favorite right now, right in that range? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Triple G is a minus 150 favorite. Uh, he was actually up to 170 at one point yesterday, but took some five-figure bets on the underdog, Canelo Alvarez, dropping that price down. It's been a pretty fun fight to book uh, from our perspective because it's been you know as close to even action on both sides as you could expect. you got to love that. Hey, Jason, last night, um, not the most marquee Thursday. Next week probably going to be worse. What, Rams and Niners next Thursday night? Thursday night football usually started with a real bang. Maybe they're saving some of their bigger matchups for December. But regardless of that, does the matchup matter when it's the only game uh, – uh, that's being offered in the NFL on a Thursday night. You had Houston and Cincinnati. Is that is the total handled down? Uh, I mean, if it would have been, you know, Cowboys, Giants, or whatever, how big is the matchup when it comes to to handle when it's a standalone game? It does it does matter a little bit. And a standalone game in the NFL is always going to outdraw whatever it's up against, right? Obviously, you're going to do more bets to this NFL than any baseball games that that are. Uh, that are being played. But the matchup does matter because, you know, this game was nothing special in terms of betting handle. Yeah, it outdid baseball, but that's not that difficult of a task. You know, if you compare this to a really good matchup like we had last week, Chiefs-Patriots, uh, it's not even close. So uh, to the NFL landscape this weekend, a couple of big ones. What are you guys doing with the reports today about Sam Bradford and that Vikings-Steelers game? Off the board? It's not off the board yet, but there's certainly going to be very, uh, very low limits. You know, we try not to take things off the board because we do want to get people who want to bet, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks able to do so. But any real big bets we're not going to do. Uh, the Steelers were a five and a half point favorite. Now they're minus six. Um, you know, we'll have to monitor this one, obviously. You know, it's a lot of speculation. And, and, you know, in situations like this, it's speculation on both parts. You know, you could, you know, the customer might want to make a play that somebody is playing or not. So it's kind of up to them, and, and, and we'll, we'll wait to see what happens. i got to think, Jason, that all things being equal, that that might have been one of the best bet games, other than you know the primetime games aside, the Green Bay and Atlanta and then the Monday Nighter. I had to think that that one and maybe Dallas and Denver might be the two needle movers as far as uh, coming to most handle uh, on the Sunday day games. Yeah, there were three games that stood out to me. You nailed two of them. The third one is Saints against the Patriots. I just think that the public is going to be all over New England figuring on 10 days rest uh, with, with a loss under their belt that you know they're going to really bounce back big and the public's going to be all over the Pats. 
You know, that's one of the games that I'm picking in our little contest. <laughs> Help me out here. Are the what are the pros doing? What have you seen in the on the on account wagering on that game so far? The are are the pros taking the Patriots or are the Joes, the public taking the Patriots? What are you seeing on that one? The public is all over the Patriots, but the pros have not taken the Saints either. They just stayed away altogether. Um, you know, there's a lot of things to worry about if you're a Saints backer in this one. You know, extra rest for the Pats coming off of a loss. Very, very, very uh, tough game to see anybody really backing New Orleans, which is why I think this is going to be our biggest decision of the day. Interesting. Speaking of uh, liability, what's the the game that you guys are kind of keeping a close eye on, the one that you're most concerned you're going to have the most liability on for Sunday? Well, that that one is right there. So what, what we're looking at here is if the Patriots do cover, which uh, most people think they will, then we're going to go into a uh, into the late-game scenario where – we're going to really, really be rooting for Denver and San Francisco. If uh, you know the Cowboys have been a very public play, and the Seahawks are really getting a lot of public action as well. So if we're going into that late game needing to, uh, you know, we're going to be needing some heavy underdogs. Mm. Let's go to Saturday into college football here. Jason Simple, CG Technology. Not the best slate of games, Jason, but there's a couple at night uh, that should get everybody's attention, and that uh, is. Uh, USC's in a big spot against Texas. That should be a fun one. And, of course, uh, Louisville and uh, with the defending Heisman uh, Trophy winner in Jackson and uh, Louisville going up against the defending national champion in Clemson. Will those two be the biggest decisions you guys have this week? Louisville-Clemson looks to be a really fun game in terms of betting, handle. Uh, we've actually taken a good amount of Louisville action so far. They're a three-point underdog uh, at home. I really expect Louisville to get the majority of the bets on the money line here, and I think that people are going to take Clemson minus three. I think we're going to get action like that on this game. You know, people, a lot of people are taking the, until Clemson loses one of these games, I'm going to keep betting them approach. A lot of people are saying, you know, Louisville at home, they played a really tough game. Louisville was the only team that was really able to move the ball consistently against Clemson last year. They just didn't have enough defense to get it done. People figuring Clemson's offense is a little weaker this year with all the guys they lost. So that's a really fun game. Um, the USC one is just, you know, offense galore. The total is 68. You know, USC put up 640 yards against Stanford. You know, who knows what they're going to do against Texas. So big, big point spread here of 15 and a half. But I do think this will be a pretty fun game for people to bet because they like offense. So the one that jumped off the board, and, and we've had a couple of college guys on this week that kind of said the same thing, Jason. Memphis hosting UCLA, 11 o'clock kickoff, 11 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Pacific, and two and a half, three is the number right now. It, it just looks odd. Explain how you derive at that number. Is it just simply power number, and that's how it comes up? Yeah, it's good. so this is a fun game, too, to talk about because it is power number that comes up. You know, everybody, you got to remember, UCLA beat Texas A&M, but that doesn't do much for their power rating when they're losing 44-10 to 10 and their comeback occurs when Texas A&M's starting quarterback gets hurt. Then UCLA goes to, the, to you know, play Hawaii, who's not any good. So their power ranking really hasn't done much. In fact, you could argue it goes down for a lot of people. Memphis was a team that people like. We actually opened this game at plus 3.5. Uh, sorry, Memphis plus 3.5. And, and Sharp Action bet it down to 3, and that's kind of how these markets get established. Those opening numbers come out, the sharp guys bet them, and then they get adjusted. So the sharp action pushes this game down from three and a half to three, and then they've stopped betting it, which indicates to us that UCLA minus three is the right price. Uh, last thing, Jason, the two locals, uh, Iowa, North Texas, and then uh, Iowa State on the road at Akron. I, I guess there won't be a lot of play. What are you seeing on those two games as we wrap things up with Jason? Symbol from CG Technology. 
Yeah, to start with Iowa against North Texas, you know, obviously a, a nice size favorite here. Haven't really seen much action yet on this game. Um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't stand to make a ton of, uh, do a ton of business. Not really a marquee game. Iowa, 22-point favorite. So, um, not, nothing really, uh, nothing really, um, to, to, to say much there. Uh, Akron, Iowa State as well. Again, nothing, uh, nothing really stands out about these two games. Um, you know, both, both Iowa teams, sizable favorites this week. Venetian Palazzo, Cosmopolitan, the Palms, Tropicana, Silverton, the Hard Rock, and headquartered at the M. Thank you, Jason Sybil. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Jason Symbol joining us as we go inside the numbers. We'll go inside the Vikings with the voice of the Vikings. Will Sam Bradford play? Will PA have some info that he can share with us? You'll find out next. Mr. Executive uh, sponsors our conversation with Paul Allen. Uh, don't wait any longer. Learn more about hair replacement and what options you have. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049. The voice of the Vikings joins the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, Des Moines. I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. So you've got a few cabinets to hang. Few meaning this is going to be a good month. You know what will make it an even better month? Saving 10% off Hampton Bay cabinets at the Home Depot. Buy any combination of 10 or more Hampton Bay cabinets and you'll save 10% off your order. So enjoy that hang time. 10% off 10 or more Hampton Bay cabinets. Select finishes ship in as few as two days at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through October 31st. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash radio. That's Indeed.com slash radio. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football. Tyreek Hill takes it at the 5. San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes. He's at the 25-30. They blocked the putter. The cheat is gone. They can't get to him. Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary. 10-5. Touchdown, Kansas City. 
the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins myself, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller each Thursday at 140 on your home for Chiefs football, 1700 KBGG. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Condon here as well. Uh, let's get right to him, shall we? He's the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are 1-0 off an impressive win on Monday night. Off they go to Pittsburgh. Will he or won't he play? We're talking about the quarterback, Sam Bradford. Uh, but Paul Allen joins us as he will each and every week, with the exception of bye week, one uh, thirty-five every Friday. Hello, Paulie. Thank you for doing this. Mr. Executive makes it possible. How's things, Paul Allen? My man, um, congratulations on your new venture. Thank uh, you, best sir. of luck on your new venture. And um, you know the uh, the old Canterbury Vikings announcer is here to assist you whenever needed. And I certainly appreciate that, Paul, and uh, I'm glad I reached out. PA, uh, let's go back before we go forward. The offensive line in, in week number one against New Orleans just blew me away from being a liability, quite frankly, in 2016. Week number one, these guys looked as though they played together for their entire careers. They were in sync, at least it appeared to the naked eye. What a difference a year makes, Paul. Well, it shouldn't blow you away, Kenny, given New Orleans still has one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Now, you know, we, we've chatted about this before. They, they drafted cornerback Marshawn Lattimore in the first round. I think he's going to be good. Uh, they got third-round linebacker Alex Anzalone. I think he's going to be good. 
Uh, so th- they're retooling that defense, but that was a good time to catch it right out of the gate. So against that defense, that offensive line, and overall that offense is supposed to look the way it looked, okay? So now, I mean, you're a horse racing guy, man. I mean, you know, we, we just want to race at Canterbury or Prairie Meadows, and now we're stepping up in class, and we're trying to win at Del Mar or Saratoga. So it's it, it legitimately is that. This is a major step up in class for the Vikings offense and the overall Vikings team this weekend. Defensively, uh, incredible to see early on Kendricks was all over the place, just making plays. You know, and Barr coming back. The importance of the linebackers, we know that what they have, both offense uh, along the defensive line and the backfield, but the linebacker spot, how important is that for this Minnesota team to become what they were through the first five games a year ago? When um, when you got Linval Joseph, best nose tackle in a 4-3 defense in the NFL, the linebackers are supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. And because of that, Eric Hendricks has become a tackling machine. In that Saints game, he played as well as I've ever seen him play. Um, and he will lead this team, I believe, in tackles for a third consecutive year. Now, you know, with Kendricks and Barr, you know, this, this is the underlying uh, facet of everything that's transpired with us. When when Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, Everson Griffin, and Adam Thielen get massive deals, Kendricks and Barr want to be next. Okay, so they're gonna they're they're not only gonna live up to their capabilities with their God given talent, but they want to get paid. So I would expect massive things from Kendricks this year. And Anthony, in sneaky fashion, had a pretty good game against New Orleans and. I think he's going to be good, too. Mm. Quarterback Paul, um, when did Sam Bradford tweak his knee during the game? And, I mean, he's he's been in and out of practice, I guess. We've seen a lot of uh, a lot of Case Keenum uh, taking uh, snaps in preparation, maybe for a start on Sunday. What do you know about the quarterback position uh, against Pittsburgh this Sunday? Great question about when it happened. Um, I don't know. Um, and, honestly, I did not ask. You know, it. Uh, we leave for Pittsburgh tomorrow. Um, I'd be shocked if Sam was not on the trip. So, um, you know, I think it's a tenuous situation that might come down to the wire. Um, the fact that, uh, that Keenum, I would imagine, did get a fair amount of reps in practice this week, uh, would, would assist if he had to play, uh, in that it wouldn't be like a last minute scratch. And now all of a sudden you got to throw somebody in there, mm-hmm. you know, and they haven't done anything. So it's, um, it's an unfortunate situation. Hopefully Sam can play because he was really good last Monday. Yeah, he was. Uh, is that far and away the best game you saw him play in a Vikings uniform? Yes, uh, because his 84 completion percentage, that's really good. You know, I mean, Sam's very accurate. I liked how he was throwing guys open. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't think in, in my 16 years calling games for this team, I can't remember ever saying blank catches it on the run <laughs> as much as I did, you know, because he just threw those guys open to the perfect spot. But his yards per attempt of 10.8, that's massive. You know, that's, that's like if he does that every single game, that's a, that's a National Football League record. So it was explosive. It was accurate. It was without turnovers. It, it was absolutely spectacular. You know, you mentioned Adam Thielen a little bit ago, and he was one of those guys that Sam was throwing open. Paul, every, 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 every sport's got one of these guys. Most teams you like to think have one that, you know, a real great story, right, that came from nowhere. We, we heard during the broadcast on Monday night he got a $500 scholarship for crying out loud. Look what he's turned it into. Uh, is this just a product of hard work, Paul, and, you know, willing to, to do what it takes to, to get where he's at? What a great story Adam Thielen is. Yes, it, it is. And, you know, the, the thing that surprises me weekly 
Now, Adam has more receiving yards than any receiver in the NFL the last three regular season games, two last year, one this year. Um, but when I watch back the games, it just still shocks me, the, the minimal coverage that he gets. I mean, it's, it's like nobody is game planning Adam Thielen. I mean, I, you know, we, we, we may need to get over the, the lanky guy from the middle of nowhere, mm. lucky to be in the NFL. He's really good. And, and his route running is as good as anybody's in the NFL. And he's also fast. So to come from Detroit Lakes to the Mankato Mavericks to the practice squad, special teams, outwork everybody and find a legitimate niche in the NFL, it's as good an overall story as I've seen since I started with this team in 02. So you got him, Stephon Diggs, and uh, we see Laquan Treadwell get a catch at a game on Monday. Was that a Bronx year? I understand, PA, you got your headphones on. It's difficult to kind of to catch that. Was that a little mocking cheer or... Are people still up in the Twin Cities excited about the future of Treadwell? Uh, it might have been. I mean, everybody everybody's so sarcastic these days, simply right. you know because I think they're fueled by a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. That maybe it was. I couldn't care less. Laquan played 37 plays. Uh, his run blocking was that of tenacity. Uh, there was going to be a Treadwell touchdown back left of the end zone when they were inside the five-yard line. Uh, I, I know he would have brought it in, but there was a penalty. And then they got backed up on a false start, and they went the other way to Diggs which was a touchdown, and Laquan's incredibly engaged. He, he is showing aspects more so behind the scenes than what anybody saw last year. And his turn will come, and it might be Sunday. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Paul, um, I know that you saw Adrian Peterson before the game. Uh, I saw that uh, picture you tweeted out with, uh, with AP. Uh, certainly not the triumphant return that his fans would have liked to see. They didn't want to see him win, but I'm sure they would have rather seen him you know, go for more than 18 yards. Uh, just was it weird watching Adrian Peterson in, in a Saints uniform and and quite frankly having the disappointing game that he did? Well, what was weird was his first carry, Kenny. He drove Linval Joseph back five yards. I mean that that's how strong and fired up he was. Um, I, I think he needs to be traded. I honestly, I mean, if I'm Adrian and or his agent, then I'm I'm respectfully asking to get moved to Arizona or a team that could better utilize his talents. Uh, he's not the best running back on that team. Mark Ingram is. Yep. Uh, this rookie, Alvin Kamara, is going to be really good, but it's going to take time. I just don't think he fits. You know, when, when they made the move for him, initially I didn't think it fit, but I have so much respect for the New Orleans offense and Drew Brees that I was willing to watch and wait. Um, I don't think he fits, yep. and I think they should trade him. What about your rookie running back, uh, Dalvin Cook? What a debut, Paul Allen. Yeah, it was really good. You know, Dalvin, Dalvin is more patient than Adrian. And when he gets out wide, he sets up his blocks better than Peterson ever did. Now, that's in no way to say he's going to be HOF like Adrian Peterson. They're different backs. But Dalvin's debut was really good. Uh, his blitz pickup was as good as we've seen here in a long time. And uh, he had a couple of drops or else it could have been better. P.A., I sincerely mean this. Uh, thank you for doing this for me. It means a lot. Thank you, Paul. And we'll talk to you next Friday. And you know you know the announcer's here for you no matter what you want, when you want it. So I look forward to chatting Vikings football with you every Friday. Thanks, Paul. Take care. Bye. Take care. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, uh, as he joins us. Uh, thank you to our friends at Mr. Executive in Des Moines, MrExecutive.com, 2744049. Learn more about hair replacements and what options may be out there for you, 2744049. Of the local teams, Trent, before we get into our picks. Yes. Vikings on the road against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs are at home this week as they will uh, get set to take on the Eagles. The Packers have a 
tricky trip to take on Atlanta. And your Bears get reacquainted, at least your Bears quarterback gets reacquainted with his former team, which kind of flown under the radar a it little has, bit, yeah. right? Mike Lennon facing Tampa Bay this week. Um, do the locals 3-1, and 2-2? Two and two. Tampa's going to be tough. If it is Case Keenum, I don't like the Vikes as much as I did. Looking at the point spread side of it, yeah, I might go 0-4. Really? I, I like the Eagles getting that weird five and a half number. Okay, I, but you don't th- do you think they can win the game? I don't. I think it's just going to be tighter than you know, okay. field goal. You know, twenty three twenty kind all of right. game. So that's where I'm going there. Vikings, not a great feeling. Short week. Bradford injured. All those things going into Pittsburgh, who Bert didn't play very well themselves last right. week against Cleveland. You're right. So I think there's going to be something waiting out there. I don't love Green Bay going into that spot. I probably do out of the four the most there. And the Bears, I think the Bears, I loved them last week. You know, yeah, I know the you number. did. Yep. I do not like them this week against the number. Bears should have won the football game they last should week. Have. Number they or should, not, they, they should have won have. the football yeah. game. Uh, but at least against the spread, I'm more of a one and three kind of variety. Mm. Yeah, and Green Bay, Atlanta opening up their stadium, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. They didn't look sharp. They really didn't. I mean, maybe that's a product of the Bears. Well, speaking of not looking sharp, whew, oh. It's embarrassing. Do we have to give our records? Well, uh, we're we're not above five. Well, we're not shiny either one of us right now, no. right? You're not proud of yours, and I damn sure not proud of mine. I'm three and seven. You're five and five. You're at least treading water. I'm uh, ahead of the pack. You know that'll get you a second wild card in the American League, right around <laughs> yeah. five hundred, at least in the race. Yes, that's it where will. I am right now. All right, uh, who's going first? Well, uh, it's still me. I still you have the honors. The T box, right? I went two and three last week, and well, that says enough. Two Let's... and three wins the week. Puke. Fire up the band as we go. Two picks with the college game, two with the NFL in our game of the week. Our favorite best, our best bet. And uh, I'm going to switch it up last week after losing week. I'm going NFL first here in week number three of our picks. A 5-5 five and five record against the spread. And starting things up with that game I just mentioned. I like Philadelphia. It's, it's an odd number. There's something about this game. All the Kansas City hype and love that they've had over the last 10 days. Remember, they're very close to being down 14-0 in that game. I like this Eagles team. I like Carson Wentz. I like his weapons. Give me the Eagles getting 5.5 in Kansas City with pick number one. Pick number two in the NFL game. It is an afternoon game, and it's one that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The Rams at home looked very good. The Redskins looked very bad. Now Washington's heading out there. Yet the Rams are only favored by two and a half. Something is going on here. I'm reading the tea leaves. Give me Washington plus the two and a half and a tricky point spread with pick number two. Pick number three, we go to the college game. And I'm going to start things off with a game we mentioned earlier with Jason Symbol with CG Technology. There's another oddity to this line. Memphis hosting UCLA. Body clock game. Oh, we've heard about that throughout mm-hmm. the years. Body clock. Stanford can't get off the bus against Northwestern a couple of years ago. It's going to happen here again. I don't know why. I'm just doing it. Give me the Tigers laying, getting the two and a half in their matchup against uh, UCLA. Finally, in the college game, I am going to go with uh, Michigan. Last week, kind of screwed around. Didn't look real sharp against uh, a below-average Cincinnati team. This time, it's Air Force coming in. I think Harbaugh has got this young team revved up. Offense clicking in a better level against Air Force. The number has come down, down to 23 in the hook. I'll lay that, a big number that I normally don't like to like, and I'm going to take Michigan to uh, cover the spread against Air Force. Final game, we go 
to one of the big goings of the evening, USC and Texas. Longhorns give up 51 to Maryland. Everybody jumping on the Trojans after last week and what they did to Stanford. I will fade the public here. Take the 15 and a half. My best bet, the Longhorns. Mm. They'll be in Ames a week from next Thursday. I'll be up there too, Ken Miller, for nice. that one. Just got official word on that. Excited about it. My best bet, the Longhorns getting the 15 and a half. Take it away, Ken. All right. Uh, before we do that, we can tell you baseball fans out there, they are through to it, Wrigley. The St. Louis Cardinals on a Tommy Pham home run have a one-zip lead over the defending champion Chicago Cubs. one nothing cards over the Cubs through two at Wrigley. I'm going to start in college, Trent Condon, and in full disclosure, I looked high and low this week. There was nothing that jumped off the page at me. Not a damn thing. This would be a big pass if I was playing horses and couldn't find a single race to bet. Well, I've got to pick five games, so I'm going to, but I have zero confidence in any of them. Well, we got a segment to kill, so let's do it. K-State is on the road against Vander. We've talked a lot about this game this week. I am going to watch this game. I want to see Zach Ertz and the K-State Wildcats to see if the... I don't know if you want to call it hype. Uh, it's, it's clearly Cowboys and Sooners, but if there is a third team in the Big 12 to contend, most have identified... Bill Snyder's cats. I'm going to watch him. I'm and Vandy's a. I don't know what to make of Vandy. I'm going to lay the points. K State. It's only four. It's not a big number. Jesse Ertz, you're number two in that system. Uh, for that reason, I'm going to take K State. The other game, I've. Uh, it's an SEC Big Ten matchup, and I've said a lot, and I mean this. Going back to week number one when Purdue played Louisville, Purdue last week had a nice win on Friday night as well over Frank Solich and the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, Purdue's better, gang. They, they're better than, well, Purdue usually is, quite honestly. I get seven against Mizzou, who should score some points. Purdue's got two quarterbacks, not one. they got two. I'm going to take the touchdown. I think Purdue keeps this snug. Maybe represents the Big Ten, takes an SEC scalp. Uh, Purdue plus seven, K-State minus four, my two college picks. Uh, to the NFL we go. New England's been off and been stewing in their own juices since a week ago last night. It couldn't have been a fun place to go to work every day if you're a New England Patriot, especially if the way the Chiefs slapped you around uh, on that Thursday night to lift the lid on the NFL season. Patriots are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. New Orleans coming off a short week. Paul Allen just talked about it. Um, wasn't sure did the defense for the Vikings or the offensive line rather for the Vikings look really good, or is the New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Saints, did they have a, you know, uh, did they factor into that what appeared to be a good showing? I don't think the Saints have a very good defense. I think New England's got a really good quarterback. Lay the six and a half. Pick number two. I'm sticking with this game because it's the one game I've been looking at all week. I thought Pittsburgh was okay against Cleveland, but they didn't blow me away. Minnesota, on the other hand, with Sam Bradford on Monday night, they blew me away. They really did. Cook, real deal. Thielen, unbelievable. Diggs, maybe his best game as a Viking. Defense, solid, as solid can be. If Bradford plays, I think the Vikings can win the football game. Plus, I get six or six and a half, whatever it is. Case Keenum, I don't have a ton of confidence. I'm going to cross my fingers, hope that Bradford can go. I'm going to take the Vikings to knock off Pittsburgh. I get six points. Vikings pick number two. And my best bet of the weekend, 
I hate laying the lumber, but sometimes you just have to open your mouth and swallow hard. Take your medicine. I'm going to. The Raiders are a 13.5-point favorite over maybe the worst team in the NFL, the New York Giants. I mean, if you look at power ratings, regardless of who does the power ratings, 9 out of 10 have the Jets as Team 32 in a 32-team league. Oakland, on the other hand, a lot of people's pick to win the AFC West. Maybe the best division still in the NFL. Oakland, my best bet of the week. Laying 13.5 over the Jets. Minnesota, give me the 6 over Pittsburgh. New England, minus 6.5 on the road in New Orleans. College, K-State, minus 4 over Vandy. And a touchdown in my favor for Purdue as they go on the road to Mizzou. There you have it. Picks for week number two of the NFL. 3-7 and seven for me. Trent Condon is 5-5 five and five and leads the way. Looking forward to this football weekend. It's a little different. you got to search a little bit for more. For college, but... yeah. Yeah, there's there's always something that crops up yep. every weekend, right? I Including hope so. tonight. Keep an eye on Illinois, South Florida. I, no, I will. That's a game I'm going to watch. Yeah. I want to watch Illinois. Now, what are you, where are you tonight? Southeast Polk? I'll be out in Runnels or Pleasant Hill or wherever the football field's located. Right. right on the border there. But yeah, Southeast Polk tonight against Ankeny Centennial. Old rivalry renewed. It was a terrific rivalry not too many years ago. No doubt about before the school split. Uh, and then uh, Jimmy B and yourself today on the air from 4 to 6. What do you have? cooked up uh we got matt nelson stopping by we'll talk some cyclones with him lee sterling will be here on his friday spot My what old... time's his picks at uh 4 40 okay he makes those every friday and chris andrews also will be by at 5 20 so i gotta point. get my gambling advice you know mm, on a friday that should uh, satisfy that jones of yours <laughs> tc uh another great week in the books thanks to all of you trent thanks to you as always did a great job as i knew that you would trent and i are back on monday from noon until two local sports on your radio monday through Friday from noon to 2, right here on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Before you lies a beautiful meadow. In that meadow, Progressive Direct has placed its auto insurance rates alongside those of competitors. You select the lowest rate and feel a great sense of calm. A great sense of Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates so you can rest easy. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. If only we were born knowing how to retire. Brought to you by TIAA. What you need is income that keeps coming in. I don't just want to get to retirement. I want to do retirement. My target for retirement 
income for life. It's a no-brainer. I invest right, and I can start working my way through that bucket list. Bermuda shorts and flip-flops all day. Whether you're looking to save, invest, or plan your retirement, let us help you start planning today at TIAA.org. Hi, this is Tiki Barber. My football career taught me the importance of being prepared for game time. And now that I own multiple businesses, being prepared means having capital when I need it. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at Cabbage.com slash game time or 888-CABBAGE. That's Cabbage with a K, 888-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash radio. That's Indeed.com slash radio. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? 